Welcome to Yin Untangled. I'm Kat Mead. Welcome everyone to this latest episode of Yin Untangled. My name is Kat Mead, owner of The Yin Method. And on this episode, we are going to be going into a little bit of my journey with Yin, my journey with anxiety. And I wanted to offer my perspective on some things from a yoga or yin yoga perspective that can help to ground, to quieten down the noise in our head and to bring our nervous system down to its lowest, calmest state. This is actually a request from someone I know, which I'm really excited about. Someone asked me to offer poses and various yin tools that can ground you to help to diffuse anxiety and overthinking. It's a really topical thing at the moment. I feel like as a collective, there is a lot of anxiety in our society, in our world at the moment. And for me personally, my anxiety has been through the roof lately, Uh, which for me really, it's not a huge surprise to me. I would like to not be as anxious as I have been, but here we are. So what do I do? What do I feel when... I am anxious. And actually on that note, I lately I've been saying the thing, you know, my anxiety or I am anxious. It's not really language that I like to use when I talk about what I'm feeling because I guess my mind perceives anxiety to be negative. And when I say I am anxious or my anxiety, I feel like I'm really kind of owning anxiety and I don't really want to own anxiety. I'm taking responsibility for what I'm feeling and paying attention to what I'm feeling, but I don't really want to write this anxiety and all these feelings, these sensations, these physiological responses that my body is having and then my mind is picking up on and turning into stories, uh, I don't really want to write those into something that I own because I feel like when we do that, it can be harder to diffuse it and to let go of it. So something I can do to almost change my mindset or change the way I think about anxiety and the way I experience it is when I think to myself, oh my gosh, I'm so anxious or my anxiety is back and it's really bad. Instead of doing that, reframing it into I am feeling sensations of anxiety. I am having thoughts related to what I'm feeling in my body because our mind really wants to just grab onto what we feel. It's so many times I'll be having anxious thoughts or you know, overthinking and worrying and repeating and cycling, worrying thoughts and, you know, catastrophizing things in my head. And I'll have these moments of clarity where I'm like, well, where did this thought come from? And I'll kind of trace it back and I'll realize, well, I felt a little butterfly in my stomach first. And my brain picked that up before I really understood or noticed what was happening. And it turned it into something else. It turned it into a worry about something in the world or something in my life or something like that. You know, I might've had pain in my foot. I might've had a pain in my finger and it's like, oh my goodness, I'm starting to get sick. Or yeah, it's, 
it's like my brain grabs something and runs with it before I have time to stop and be like, okay, no, that's just sensation in my body. Now, this is where a yin practice actually comes in really handy because it teaches us to sit with the sensations in our body, to not attach to them and to just see them as sensations, to see them as the witness that we are, to see them as things that we're experiencing, but that we're not necessarily in something that's not necessarily something to be concerned about. Our mind needs a point of focus. It needs somewhere to rest. Lately, when I have been having my uh, experiences of anxiety, especially when I'm trying to sleep, I've been using this great podcast called Nothing Much Happens. And this woman has the most relaxing voice and she writes these stories where nothing much happens. You know, there's enough detail in them that you're listening, you're hearing it, and maybe you're visualizing what's happening in the story and your brain, your mind is focused on those little details. But it's not so involved that you want to stay awake and hear what's happening in the story. So nothing much happens, but it gives your mind a safe space to rest in so that your body can then go to sleep and your mind can go to sleep as well. So that's a really good podcast actually um, for sleeping for me for uh, those moments where I just can't sleep. I must say it didn't work the other night. I had to get up and put um, a Disney Pixar movie on my laptop and that sent me right off to sleep very quickly, which I was very grateful for. Um, But yeah, most of the time that podcast really helps me. There's another one called Get Sleepy as well, which has nice background noises and like that white noise in the background as well, which is really nice. Um, That's all a little bit off topic. But basically, for me, yeah, it's really the anxiety that I experience is in my mind and then it obviously manifests as sensation in my body. So my shoulders are up near my ears, my neck gets really tight, my throat gets really tight and tense, like there's just a constant knot in my throat. Um, My breath is shorter, it's shallower, it's more in the top of my chest rather than taking those full belly breaths. You know, I might feel hot or cold or, you know, I feel heat in my body when the anxiety starts to rise a little bit. Maybe my heart races, my thoughts race. And like I said before, I kind of sometimes get a little bit stuck in these repetitive cycling, worrying thoughts. So all of that can be symptoms of, you know, experiencing anxiety. And you might experience all of that. You might experience one of those things. You might experience other things that you can identify as being an experience of anxiety. Um, Not everyone feels all of that and not everyone feels everything the same way. That's what makes us unique as humans, as individuals. Uh, So when we come into a yin practice, the purpose really of a yin practice at its very basic core is to bring our nervous system down to a state of calm. It brings us out of our sympathetic nervous system, which is our fight or flight, and helps us to come down into the parasympathetic, which is rest and digest. And coming down to that really low level where we're nice and calm, we're almost sleepy, we're just ah, able to take that deep breath in, And that big breath out and just be. 
it's quieter, it's more still. Um, it's, it's really nice when you can come into that space, into that parasympathetic space and experience that in its full vibrancy because there's so much to experience there. Within yin poses themselves, we might actually experience a lot of discomfort. But personally for me, I find it easier to sit still when my body is feeling something like that. So for example, shoelace pose where we're kind of, it's like kind of like sitting cross-legged, but one knee is stacked on the other and it gets quite deep into the hips for most people. It's a pretty uncomfortable pose. But for me, I can sit in stillness and be in almost a mindful meditative state more easily sitting in that pose where I'm feeling that discomfort in my body than I can just sitting in a position where I'm not really feeling much sensation in my body. And I think that's because it gives my mind that thing to focus on. So I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not so uncomfortable uncomfortable that I'm bringing more tension and stress into my body. So the discomfort in a yin practice, the challenge is almost taking us out of that constant cycle of worry in our head, the overthinking, and offering us that safe, supported, focused place, or that pointed focused place to land. And that can help, well that does help, bring our nervous system down, to calm us down so that we can relax. And I think it's really important to be aware that this might not actually work for you. It might not work for everyone. And that's because we all respond differently. We all have different bodies. We all have different reactions, responses. But if you practice yin regularly, you're more likely to get that out of it, to feel that change in your body, the change in your physiology, your change in your mind because you're training your mind to land. You're training your nervous system to come down out of that hyped up state. So it does take practice. You might not cure your anxiety through a yin practice. You might also need to go and see a psychologist. You might need to talk to friends about it. You might need to journal. You might need to you know, do really big exercise like cardio exercise to get that stress out of your body. So there's lots of different ways to deal with anxiety and stress. I'm not saying that yin is the only way. And if you need assistance, if you need help, there are lots of resources here in Australia anyway that can help you at all times of the day, seven days a week, there's Lifeline, there's Beyond Blue. I highly recommend using those services if you need them. If you're really you know, in a state that you can't get out of, a yin practice might not be very helpful. You might need to call someone who's a professional in mental health to talk you through what you're feeling and experiencing. Um, so I just wanted to make sure that's really clear that yin is not the be all and end all. Yoga is not the be all and end all. There's lots of other ways and lots of other things that you can do and that you might need to do to help your anxiety and your stress. Okay, with that being said, I would like to offer some poses that I really like uh, for anxiety, for experiencing anxiety and you know lowering that down to its minimum.
And I'm also recording, after I've recorded this, I'm recording a short video to put on YouTube. It'll be on my website as well with these poses where you can sit with me and practice with me to have this yin yoga practice for anxiety. There will be a link in the show notes for you to access that video. So the poses I really like are, firstly, connect with your breath. If you can, sit still, lie on your back if you need to, whatever you need to do, bring one hand to your belly, one hand to your heart space, and just feel your breath. Breathe into your belly, Notice your hand moving on your belly. Breathe out, let it all go. Breathe into your chest, feel your hand move on your chest. Let it all go. Just come into this connected state. Feel your breath and allow your breath to take you into the depth of your body. If you would like to, and actually I will include this in the video, Nadi Shadana, so alternate nostril breathing is amazing for lowering your anxiety. It gives your mind a really great point of focus, firstly, but also at Nadi, so it's an energy channel. It's helping to circulate your energy through your Nadis. So it's moving energy and breath through your body, around your body, helping it all come into balance, helping you to come into a really balanced, natural state of flux in your body. So, you know, connecting with your breath at the start of your practice is a really beautiful way to start bringing your nervous system down, to start bringing your overthinking mind down into focus on one thing. Becoming a witness in your yin yoga practice is really great for anxiety because it helps you to observe. It helps you to be more objective rather than just coming from this place of worry and overthinking. You can watch what you're doing a little more easily when you start coming to this, into this still, slow, quieter space. So objectivity is great in your yin yoga practice. It's great in your um working through experiences of anxiety. After you've connected with your breath, Viparita Karani is a great pose to help bring your nervous system right down. So Viparita Karani is also known as the fountain of youth pose. And it's also known as log, legs, logs, <laughs> legs up the wall. I like to do this either at the wall or in the center of the room. Either way, you'll use a block or a bolster or a blanket underneath your hips. Your legs will either be up the wall, resting on the wall, or you'll be in the center of the room just with your feet over your hips. And it should be pretty comfortable for you here. I personally love that feeling of the blood rushing away from my feet. And then I love the sensation coming out of the pose of the blood and the energy rushing back through my feet. It's just a really, really great pose for those experiences of anxiety. The next pose I really like is caterpillar. So a simple straight-legged forward fold. You can use as much support as you need. You can rest over a bolster, rounding your spine and just let yourself drop here. Being really mindful of your lower back in this pose. We don't want any pain in our yin practice. Discomfort is okay. Pain, we're not going for that. I love mermaid pose. 
it really helps me to calm down. Uh, again, you can use a bolster here. You're laying over your bolster sideways and you're opening through one side of the body while compressing through the other side of the body. So that's a really nice pose. It just for me, it helps release my neck and my shoulders a little bit. And because I hold so much tension there, that really helps bring me down. It helps me feel a lot calmer. The last pose I would like to offer today is shoelace pose. Now, as I've already mentioned, shoelace can be pretty uncomfortable. It can be pretty challenging for a lot of us. There's lots of different options for this pose. So there's no one right or wrong way to do it, really. There's just coming into the pose. And as I already said, using it as using the discomfort, the challenge as a focus for your mind to keep focusing on your breath and to soften everything down, to bring yourself down into that calmer state so that you can rest, you can ground, you can diffuse some of this experience of anxiety that you might be having. And finally, let it go, rest, relax. And I say let it go with a grain of salt because letting anxiety go can be a lot easier said than done. Highly recommend if someone around you is having experiences of anxiety, don't tell them to calm down. It is very unhelpful. Ask how you can help or just be there with them. Let them breathe. Let them fall apart. Just be there. That's what people need all the time, regardless of whether we're experiencing anxiety or not. People just need someone there with them a lot of the time to let them be. Give them permission to feel exactly how they feel and know that it's not wrong. So head to the show notes. There will be a link there for a short yin for anxiety practice. I'd love you to join me. Thank you for joining me in this podcast episode today. I hope it all makes sense and I didn't waffle on for too long. I would love for you to get in touch. You can email me. It's theyinmethod at gmail.com. You can find me on Instagram at theyinmethod. The website is theyinmethod.com. And if you don't do the video, but you're interested in those poses that I have mentioned, I have a yin yoga pose library on my website, theyinmethod.com, that you can access for free and see what those poses are, how to use them, how to get into them, maybe when you shouldn't use them. Uh, that's a really nice resource as well. So head on over there. I will catch you soon. Thanks for being here. Bye. Mm -hmm.